The head of the CDC is fleshing out new guidelines on unmasking indoors if you're fully vaccinated. What we're really doing is empowering individuals to make decisions about their own health. What the hell is that? What would you say you do here? I'm slaying lame and I'm exposing frauds. This is pathetic. This is embarrassing. I have people skills. I am good at dealing with people. There's nothing more pathetic than an aging hipster. What's your deal, man? Yes, my name is Brian. Stone on Air on Nougat Radio 92.7. It almost feels like it's a Saturday, but it's not. It's a Friday. Hello. Finally Friday. How are you? Doing all right here. It's New Radio 92.7, the flagship for the somewhat for-profit joint venture Known as the Stone On Air Radio Show, later disguised as a downloadable podcast, which you can find in multiple places. But for simplicity, the easiest thing you can do if you were like, Brian, I don't know what the hell you're talking about. Where do you get a podcast at? StoneOnAir.com. It'll have immediate links that will send you directly to where you need to be. I haven't looked at that website in a while. I don't remember what those links exactly are. I think one is Apple Podcasts. I think another is, uh, I don't know. Just go check it out if you're interested. If you if you know, you know. If you don't care, you don't care. There you go. My name is Brian Stone. It is the 14th of May. Here we go. May is one day away from being halfway over, jumping up and running off without us, just like every single month, every single season, every single day, every single year, every single hour of our lives just evaporates into thin air. My name is Brian Stone. He is Keon Rose. We're going to hang out with you for the next two hours. I'll be here for this hour. He'll be solo for the final hour of the morning. Recapping the week in uh, baseball, NBA playoffs about to get started here before you know it. NFL schedules released this week. Plenty to talk about there. Plenty to talk about here as I've got uh, plenty of things to get to, some more important than others. Um, it's always just a guideline bullet pointed hour. It's never exactly, you know, there's no script, but there is a deliberate nature to what I try to do for you every uh, Monday, Wednesday, Thursday now, these days, and Fridays from 10 until 11. Let's uh, clean up a couple of things here real quick. Jade Bird, she's going to be uh, here on Sunday. You might be tired of hearing about this by now. Brian, what do I care about? Some young woman out of the UK and music I barely care about. Sorry if that's you, but plenty of people probably do. And it's going to be a fun time at the Signal. We've got tickets to give away. We have not pulled all winners yet. I think we have one pair left. We have to get the names to the Signal to be on the list, as they they refer to it as, by the end of today. I think we have one pair left. Again, this is Jen's department. Um, She handles most of this. But she, uh, so if you haven't commented on or, I'm, I'm telling you, if you're listening to this right now and you go to Twitter or you go to Facebook or you go to Instagram and you just scream, I want to go to this show, like quite literally, if you do it right now, you're probably going to get in for free. So go do it. Now, if I can't guarantee you that, 
you know, don't 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 call me later screaming and yelling. Don't call the FCC and say you know it's a fake contest. I can't guarantee it, but I I can say that the, the chances are likely. Anyway, we got to get that done in the next few hours. So keep that in mind. She will be in studio on Monday at nine a.m. with Jeff, Jason, and and Jen, and the room will be too too full at that point. So I will be in this building. Uh, just because I, I I can't wait to meet her if this indeed does happen. I, you know, especially international acts, and, you know, they might change their mind and say, wait a second, the show's over. What the hell am I going to go to some dumb radio station in some stupid city like East Ridge? Why would I do that? I mean, I live in East Ridge. I love this radio station. I love where I live. But you get my point. Anyway, that's the goal. That's the plan. That's what's set in in, in, in ink. From what I can tell. So if you want to hear her play live and chit chat with uh, Jeff Styles, which, you know, I had somebody say, what, what, why? This was kind of your idea. Why wouldn't you want her on? She doesn't need to be on with me. She needs to be on with Jeff. That's what Jeff does the best. I'd rather be a listener than uh, somebody involved in that situation. So there you go on that. Um, let's see. So coming up in the second segment of the show. I am going to go down the road of uh, Marge uh, Marge Green and her unhinged nature from yesterday, and some of that might have been a, a an overreaction from House members from the Democratic side, and I would I will go ahead and say it probably definitely was, but this woman is unhinged. She is she is an, the exact product, a byproduct of what the Trumpification of America has become. And I'm going to spend some time on uh, on her, the Trump effect, in the second segment of the show. And in the final segment of the show, nothing that matters at all. I stumbled on this yesterday. I talked about this the other Friday, the other, you know, uh, just kind of throwing around loose goose on the on, on end of the week. I love a list. I love a list. I love a list. They're arbitrary. They don't really mean anything. But I still love a list, and I think most people do as well. And I stumbled on this Nashville uh, aggregate kind of uh, eatery uh, website. I don't know if they have a, a publication that goes along with it. And the 18 essential restaurants that you have to try in Chattanooga. So this isn't Ch- this isn't Nuga.com or Times Free Press or somebody around here doing this. This is somebody out of Nashville. And I just want to run down the list and discuss because why the hell not? It's a gorgeous, uh, gorgeous Friday. We got a fantastic weekend. Let's have some fun on the way out the door. We'll do that here, um, you know, thirty minutes from now. In about four minutes from now, we'll get to the coolest thing, the realest thing, and the worst idea. So a pretty typical layout. But if you're, you know, I, I, I jokingly say the best month ever. Longest April ever, right? It's the 14th of May, and it's still April. It's still gorgeous. It has been six to seven weeks of just incredible weather. April showers brings May flowers. No, none of that. I mean, we might get plenty of flowers, but there's not been lots of rain. There has not been a, a kind of a, a up and down on how the weather has been since April started till today and into this weekend. It has been fantastic outside it's easy to forget about this stuff i don't forget about it because i'm right i do this every year and i'm on my quest to not turn on my ac until june 
That's going to get pretty tough next week. It's going to be in the 80s next week, which means I'm probably going to have to turn on my AC next week. So this is your final weekend. Probably, we might dip back down, hopefully, but probably won't. This is very likely your last spring-like weekend where being outdoors is an absolute delight, an absolute joy. Every weekend that comes for the rest of the next three months is going to get hotter and nastier and stickier and worse every single weekend going forward. So enjoy yourself this weekend. Go to the market. Go do some fun. Get outside and enjoy it because it will not last much longer. Uh, The mask thing, Rhonda Thurman, it was in the local news, Russell's local news. This woman, when I heard that she was going to be leaving the school board, it was the best news I've heard uh, involving the school board in 20 years. Uh, At the old station that nobody listens to anymore, she used to call in all the time. And that was before she turned into Trump, you know, Mrs. Trump herself. Uh, She's just as annoying as she could be. There was some kind of, uh, what were they, mask protest at the Hamlet County School Board yesterday. Uh, I'm actually going to get my uh, my first shot today, uh, Pfizer vaccination today, like in literally like two hours from now, hour and a half from now. I'm going, uh, I'm leaving town for almost 10 days in June, and I want to be just for the sake of everybody else, not because of my care or concern because i've you know i know a lot of my liberal friends are mad at me i've i haven't cared about covid since the minute i heard about it i i I haven't in march of of 20 i was like this is dumb this is dumb this is dumb this is dumb maybe i'm dumb for saying that i'll give you i'll give you all the, the free bullets that fire at me on that one if you want i haven't cared since then i still don't care now uh but i want but i've been complying and following along with the protocols and the procedures and the recommendations from the CDC since minute one. So that's why I'm so vocal about it, because I have completely complied. I have not been mad about it. I have not yelled about it. I have not made a big deal about it. I've worn the mask. I've done everything I've been asked to do, but I haven't cared since the minute I heard about it. I, I, I haven't. I think I, And I, I only say that very matter-of-factly because I really wish everybody would just come out and say about things in the news, things that are involving in our day-to-day nature. If you would just tell me you don't care, we don't have to worry about what you think anymore. If you don't care about climate change, just tell me. <laughs> just say it. Just be authentic. All right? And that's so. But I, I'm going to New Orleans. I'm going to the Gulf Shores. I'm going to be around a lot of different people for almost 10 full days i need to be vaccinated before i do it i feel like that is something that i owe humankind and so if i get one today that's three weeks from now i get the second one and then i leave the next day if i'm not sick as a dog so anyway wear your mask if that's what you should be doing or if you don't want to i guess don't whatever but I mean, I, I'm I'm just I'm just done getting mad about it. This is Nuka Radio 92.7 and the Stone Honor Radio Show and Podcast. Let's get to the coolest thing, realest thing, and worst idea. We'll start with the coolest. And again, I gotta remind myself what I'm doing here. Yeah, coolest thing is we need to have a cell phone etiquette reform to understand what we need to be doing when it comes to making phone calls, taking phone calls, making texts. This is today's coolest thing. Here are some cell phone no-nos that I will aggressively confront you about if you do them. First and foremost, leaving me a voicemail. Do not leave me a voicemail. Unless you're 65 and up 
or you have no hands. But even if you have no hands, use text-to-speech and text me. I will listen to your voicemail and not reach out afterwards, no matter what the message was, to teach you a lesson. Send me a text. If you are one of those people who deliberately takes a long time to text back because they don't want to come off as desperate, I know that the phone is in your hand, pimp. Okay? Just text back. I won't think any less of you for it. Now, I look desperate because that's your mentality, and now you're making me wait. You are forcing your mentality upon me. To the people who send several messages instead of just one coherent text. First of all, I end up responding to a text three texts ago, so I look like an asshole. And two, my phone's blowing up like a stick of dynamite because you want to confirm plans. Knock it off. I could do a whole segment on that uh, on that topic, but I have very little time left, and I think you could join in on that one too, Keon, based on your reaction to it. Uh, let's do today's realest thing. We can't raise the minimum wage because everything will go up. That stupid argument. Today's realest thing. Well, if you raise the wages, everything raises, you big dubby. Okay, well, since y'all been regurgitating that same gospel since you got off of Mount Sinai with the tablets, I did all the 30 seconds of research, and this is what I came up with. The federal minimum wage in 1938 was 25 cents. It's now 725. That means it took 83 years to rise $7. So then I looked up the price of owning a house in 1950. It was $7,400. That same house is now worth $295,000. That's an increase of $287,000 over 70 years. So what that breaks down to is for every two rolls of pennies that they've made it rain down on us every 15 years, your property has went up $41,000. So while we have ample evidence of the price of living rising, you know what we don't have any evidence of rising? Wages and your self-worth. So suck a foot, you corporate Uncle Tom. F- <laughs> More TikTok. Uh, and we'll blow off the, the, the worst idea, Ken. We don't have enough time, and it's not that good anyway. Uh, more more TikTok uh, just being the most fantastic social media that has ever been created. Uh, yeah, so those are two topics I could spend a lot of time on that I don't have the time to do today. Uh, the minimum wage uh, discussion, wages across the board. If anything, the pandemic has taught us that there's too many industries that are paying their employees absolutely poverty-level wages, and it's not okay anymore. It's not okay anymore. Oh, you don't have enough boys? Boo-freaking-who. Boo-hoo, McDonald's. Boo-hoo, Taco Bell and Applebee's. Cry me a freaking river. Get out of here with that mess. Oh, I'm sorry. You don't pay anybody enough to live. It's annoying. It's just plain annoying. And I like that the pandemic has made that a a more important thing to talk about. And then, yes, stop leaving me voicemails and text me coherently. Seriously, communication, we've got to reform. We need reform all over the place. It's Nougat Radio 92.7. I'm Brian. He's Keon. Coming up next, Marge Tyler Green. She's at it again. We'll talk about it. Coming up. Hang tight. You're listening to the Stone on Air radio show on Nuga Radio 92.7. Here to comment is Marjorie Taylor Greene. Because we have to trust the science, Colin. You know me, I'm a science person. I love science. I'm always talking science. Unless that science is about climate change, coronavirus, space lasers, evolution, the metric system, the rhythm method, breastfeeding, living on Mars, Jesus skin color, or Santa skin color, by the way, which is what? We're all endowed with traditional gender roles, okay? I'm a woman, so it's my job to bully, threaten, and fight my female colleagues. And I can't 
can't help it, I'm a fighter, okay? I have a boom-bastic personality. I fight the Democrats. I fight the socialists. I fight traumatized teenagers walking on the street alone. I fight my own hair every morning with a flat iron and bottle of Aquanet. The lyrics are you you're good and you are pure. The angel knocking at my door. Now with that with those lyrics leading out of a parody of March Taylor Tyler Green. Those one of these things are not like the other, one of these things are not the same. Jade will be at the signal on Sunday. One last chance to win tickets. Get online, get on social media, tell us why you want to go, and there's a very good chance you'll be the next winner. we got to get those names over to the box office soon. Probably in the next couple hours. Nougat Radio. Just search it out on all social media. Like, share, love, follow. And then Jade will be in the studio with Jeff on Monday at 9 o'clock. That's what they tell me. We'll see if it happens. All right, so that was a fantastic uh, weekend update little segment with, uh, I can't remember her name, but she is fantastic on uh, Saturday Night Live uh, doing a little parody of of uh, Marge Taylor Green. Yes, when I say Tyler, I'm, I'm uh, meaning to be disrespectful and say her name wrong. Uh, you know what happened yesterday. At first, it sounded a bigger deal than it was. I'm I'm surprised in you know in the world we live in now that there's there's no audio or video or anything because there's not. So that makes me you know question exactly what did or didn't happen. Uh, real quick, we'll just mop up here. This is New Radio ninety two point seven. I'm Brian. He's Keon Stone on air. We do this Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Uh, but. The history of this lunatic from North Georgia who moved to a district that she knew that she could win because it's an electorate, a constituency of absolutely uh, dullards and numbnuts. She is from closer to Atlanta, suburban Atlanta, and she now, I mean, I'm, I'm sure she just bought a, a condo or something in, in like Rome or something like that to, to uh, somewhere in within the, the district. So she can, quote unquote, live in the district and then uh, represent a bunch of dummies that probably fill trash bags full of gasoline. Um, she is the exact reason to to understand and to remember that what what influential people say matters, how they conduct themselves, how they present themselves very, very much is important and it matters. And it's not a throwaway thing. And I, I've seen plenty of texts and or uh, 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 tweets and, and Facebook and wherever else of like, you know, because all of a sudden the sky's falling. We don't have any gas for, you know, a, a couple of days. Uh, Israel and Palestine for the 50 millionth time decide to fight each other. Uh, uh, crisis at the border, which has been there for decades. Now it's like, oh, well, I sure, uh, sure do miss... $2 gas and mean tweets every day. Like, okay, pipe down over there. Like, I've I had some people that were actually very intelligent people 
that I, I, I adore and I, I agree with and that I would do anything for or with putting s- silly things like that out there. It's fine. Ha, ha, ha. We can have a big laugh here on May 14th, even though it's not funny hardly at all. Influence matters. Words matter. Precedents matter. And we have Marge Tyler's and Lauren Brobart's and uh, Matt Gates's. We have these people because of the emboldened nature of what of what Trump has has done here. And we might get more of them. And you might be happy about that. You might be saying, well, fine, Brian. That's what we want. Okay, fine. That's what you want. That's what you want. And then then you might get it. Careful what you wish for. You just might get it. For years during uh, President Obama's uh, early portion of his uh, administration, there was always like, how's that change working out for you over there, Brian? And I'm like, hey, actually pretty good. Thanks. Appreciate you asking. It's actually working out pretty good. So you might be on the other end of it and saying, good, Brian. I don't know what your point is. That's what we want. Okay. All right. Again, careful what you wish for because you just might get it. Uh, I'm not going to deep dive into what uh, did or didn't happen in the House chambers yesterday, but Marge Tyler is is uh, is known for being aggressive, yelling at people, kind of chasing them down in the streets. This is what she does. Uh, she's proud of it. She's a uh, she's an actor. She's an actress. She's the latest in the uh, in in the political entertainment industry. And she was yelling at uh, Alexandria Ocasio Cortez, AOC as she's called, which I actually think that most people say that in a derogatory way to not actually say her name. I don't know if that's true or not, but I I, I think in many cases that it is. Anyway, she was yelling at her uh, something about, and I, I did some highlighting. I'm not going to read a bunch of this stuff because I just don't want to. Then there were some tweets back and forth. Um, you know, you're a, you're a terrorist sympathizer and, um, and, and all that. She's already, Marge has already gone out and placed uh, and posted pictures online with her with guns. She's liked comments about killing people like the house speaker, you know, I, I'm, I'm being t- terribly uh, vague and paraphrased here. Cause I don't, I don't care enough to, to, to read it exactly. But if you know, you care, if you don't care, you don't know, whatever. She's been very, very, very vocal and her intentions are very clear. Disrupt, disrupt and disrupt some more. Make be, be the latest superstar of this 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 entertainment complex that is American politics, and that's what Trump brought to our political landscape. It's what he did. He is an actor. He's a reality television star. Hey, shut up and sing. Hey, shut up and act. Hey, shut up and dribble. Hey, screw you. You elected a reality television star to be the president of the United States. What, 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 what kind of arrogance do you have to tell me or anybody else or LeBron James or, or, or Keon Rose or whoever to just shut up and do what they do and don't have an opinion on something? Or what, only you can? What an asshole, arrogant thing to say and do that comes across every single day through social media. This is the, the precedents that have been set of the last five years. We're, we are an upside down, up is down, down is up, 
Left is right, right is left, cold is warm, warm is cold, hot. We nothing makes sense anymore. And a lot of this, <coughs> excuse me, has to do with Trump setting the tone here. This matters. All of this matters. Chris Eliza is a CNN um, online contributor. Very almost never will you see him on TV. And he's a, a regular on Tony Kornheiser's podcast. So that's how I know who he is. I'm going to read this here real quick uh, from the point that he sends out every day as just a, a, an email uh, kind of blast. There's a lot wrong here, but the main thing is this. The current version of the Republican Party rewards this sort of performative BS. And that's the next thing I'm gonna, I'm, uh, I might, I'll lift from him. I'll give him credit three times, and then I'll take it as I learned from Jeff. Performative politics. That's even more concise and on point than the political entertainment complex. Performative politics. Which is why people like Green are stars. And why she keeps looking for new lines to cross. This is from somebody he's quoting uh, from one of his, uh, I don't know, columns or something. Republican voters, a group distinct from conservatism, Inc., no longer have any concrete outcomes that they want from government. What they have instead is a lifestyle brand. And if you want to move up the ladder within a brand network, you don't do it by governing, governing or making policy. You do it by getting attention. One of the uh, uh, supporters of Liz Cheney and anybody who's pretty much you know a, a, an anti-Trump GOP official sitting member of of, uh, of the House or Senate, mostly the House, is uh, Adam Kinzinger from Illinois. He is a Republican. He rep- he tweeted, and he's had lots of vocal support for Liz Cheney. <clears throat> he tweeted. While I may not agree with at AOC on issues, I've never seen her confront a colleague like this. The House was created to debate emotional issues professionally, and it seems some just want attention or cannot handle their emotions. A little passive-aggressive, not mentioning Marge Tyler in there anywhere. Then Tyler Taylor Green immediately sends a tweet after this that says, and this is where I was talking about with the the precedents and the puppets and the uh, emulating what they're used to, emulating their, and in some cases, God-like figures in a cult-like manner. This is is small, but I, I believe it means a lot. Here's the tweet she sent. Since you are short on understanding Little Adam. Where do you think that comes from? Little Adam. It's not even very creative. I'll finish the tweet in a second. There's there's kind of a, Keon, you'll, you'll get this. There's kind of a thing within the broadcast industry, certainly in the radio industry, where when you're trying to demean somebody, you call what they're doing just a simple word, little. All right, you and your little radio show over there. Yeah. You and your, oh, your little podcast. You go do your little podcast over there. It's like this kick in the, you know, you know what, of just, you suck. You're stupid. I don't know that anybody can identify with that the same way. I don't think that's very creative. But yeah, if you want to just demean somebody in the broadcast industry, call what they're doing, just throw in a little small, oh yeah, you and your little bit over there. Okay, have fun with your little bit. 
It's it's so like I'll fight well, you. Because bigger is better, and it's kind of everything in radio. Yeah, and and this might you might it might it might transcend to many other uh, uh, industries. I don't know, but I, that that's one of those things when you hear somebody say, "Ah, oh, yeah, your 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 little interview you had earlier." That's like you're. I'll I'll fight you. <laughs> I'll fight you. I don't know if in this case that it holds up that way, but the point being is. Uh, Sleepy Joe, Crooked Hillary, what was Lion Ted? That's Trump stuff. That's tr- that's that's Trump vernacular. That's Trump rhetoric. And what happens when you have somebody in a in a major position like that? That's that uh, influential. You have people like Marge Tyler Taylor Green sending out tweets to other Republican. House members that says, since you are short on understanding, little Adam, I asked at AOC to debate me in the chamber to debate her destructive socialist policies. But Sandy, and I'm assuming she's using Sandy as a a different way to say Karen. I'm assuming she's calling Alexandra Sandy. But Sandy doesn't know how to work with Republicans. Neither do you. And that's what went down within the House Republicans yesterday. And it's all got Trumpism and his his rhetoric and his vernacular and his uh, just demeaning kind of way of handling things. It's spread. Kids are very, 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 very uh, easily influenced. We all know that. So are adults because most of us are adult children. And it is annoying as it could be. This is Nuga Raider 92.7 and terrifying as well. The flagship for the Stone on Air radio show and podcast, which later you can find at stoneonair.com. Coming up next, the best rejoin I've had in a while. Pay attention to the rejoin. And then um, this Nashville publication ranks the 18 must-go-to restaurants in the city of Chattanooga. Gonna screw around, have some fun on the way out the door. Coming up next, happy Friday. Stone on air on Nuka Radio 92.7. Unsealed on a porch, a letter sat. Then you said, I wanna leave it again. Once I saw her on a beach of weathered sand and on the sand, I wanna leave her again. On a weekend, I want to wish it all away. And they called, and I said that I'll go. And I said that I'll call out again. And the reason, I ought to leave her calm, I know. And I said, I don't know whether I'm the boxer or the bag. Oh yeah, can you see them out on the porch? Shit, I can't. I think that is hysterical. I know many are not going to understand at all why. Ah, fade away. Pearl Jam's yellow lead better. Nigger Raider 92.7. That was just some some idiot on TikTok. Um, and I know some of you might be it's like, enough of you and your TikTok exception, uh, 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 obsession. I can't, I can't. I can't get over it. There's this 
there's many, many trends. It's kind of a thing on TikTok to where it, it almost gets annoying because you see so many people doing the same things. But now, 30 years later, this song, Yellow Better from Pearl Jam, which is literally a mumble fest. It's, I mean, it was kind of the joke 30 years ago. There, there are no real lyrics to this song. He just goes, and he literally mumbles through the whole song. <laughs> and so the joke was a long time ago. <clears throat> like we joked about this when we were children. And it's just somehow reached a new generation of TikTokers who are like, listen to this idiot mumble through this song. And so it, there's so many different variations of make fun of this song in, a, in different ways. And that was one that I, I was quite unique of just, so he was laying on his bed just going, I don't, I don't know whether, and it was hilarious. And then some of them just, they get somebody and they, the lyrics come up on the screen and they're listening to it and they go, I feel you, Eddie. I got you. I get it. And they're all clowning the song. Yeah, of course you don't get it. Nobody gets it. It's like when I was, you know, 15 and I heard some dumb song from the Rolling Stones in 1995. It was the first time I heard it. And I was like, oh my God, can you believe this? Whatever it was. And that's what it's, it's so it's having this like rebirth. I can't tur- turn on TikTok and not see somebody doing a clown of, of Yellow Leadbetter. Some of it might be done affectionately. I think most of it is done as more of as a, as a joke. But uh, yeah, I don't know if this is the best rejoin ever, but anyway. That's close. I thought that was, a, I thought that was pretty funny. I'm going to get to the 18 essential restaurants in in Chattanooga that you have to try, according to a Nashville online magazine, basically, called Eater. Uh, it's just it's, it's it's the Eater Network. You can go to Atlanta and find the Eater Atlanta, Eater Nashville. We don't have one here in Chattanooga. But it's also um, clearly not done by people who live in Chattanooga. A couple, <clears throat> a couple quick ones here as of uh, just to mop up the end of last segment. Talking about uh, Marge Marge Green and uh, her her nonsensical way that she uh, presents herself every single day. Uh, Marjorie Taylor Green hasn't been removed from Congress for behavior that would get a person removed from Buffalo Wild Wings. Uh, Marge Taylor is what happens when the children of the corn grow up. Uh, let's see, Marge uh, Marge Taylor making the name Marjorie the new Karen. Let's see. There was one more that was really good I wanted to get to, and I don't quickly see it. Damn it. Where did it go? All right. Anyway, it was a, it was a scour of, of Twitter yesterday after she was just making noise in the hallways. Was it that big a deal? No. No, it wasn't that big a deal. But it's typical nonsense coming from Trump-influenced uh, morons. Hemp House, Dwayne and Casey, they are big supporters of the show and this radio station. If you need CBD, that's where you need to go. Three locations, Ottawa, Eastridge, and the uh, North Shore over on Tremont Street. All things CBD. 771-HEMP, give them a ring, and Hemp House, chat with 2Ts.com. Happy birthday, Dwayne. He uh, had celebrated birthday earlier this week. Likely get him in next week. Everness.co, if you need uh, help with your uh, management properties, of the management of your properties that you own, they can take care of that for you to Everness.co and call John, which I don't have the number in front of me, but you don't, you're not going to call anyway. You're going to go online. That's who calls. Again, we'll do a whole segment on this soon, uh, 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 Keon. Enough calling. Enough picking up phones and calling. Stop doing that. 
There's a website. There's an email. There's a there's there's social media. There's direct messages. Stop calling me. I'm not going to answer the phone. Right. So dumb. So I I cannot stand it. Yeah, it's awful. It's I, I basically have gotten where I'm. It's I'm never answering the phone again. So just don't call me. <laughs> just don't don't call me. Um, let's go run down this top eighteen. It's not in any particular order. Of of essential restaurants in Chattanooga, who was this was put together by somebody in Nashville. Now I'm sure they have somebody here in Chattanooga that you know feeds them the information they need. But uh, number one, again, I don't know if this means number one. Number one is White Bird on one hundred uh, two Walnut Street. Never heard of the place. Must be brand new. I don't know how this falls into a list. Yeah, I'm, I'm about to be afraid that this list is going to have a lot of restaurants I've never heard of. And now I live in Chattanooga, and I don't know the essential places to eat. There's going to be a few, but these aren't the essential. That's kind of the reason we're bringing it up is this is a little, this is a little bit of nonsense. Yeah, like if you don't live here, how can you possibly know? Yeah, so I don't know who's feeding them the information. Number two is Easy Bistro. It's a, it is a pretty uh, solid joint. They've moved now over to the West Village, so I don't know if anything has changed. Have you heard of this uh, Little Mama's Chicago-style hoagie over downtown on Georgia? I have, I have heard of it. 90s I have, flair. I haven't been there. Though. Like a mural of like Fresh Prince. Like, like it's like it's you walk in and you're basically in the 1990s. You're just zapped back into 1997. Yeah, I, I don't know if the food's any good. I don't know anything about it. It's pretty new, but uh, I've, I've heard about it. Got to check it out one of these days. It's on this list from 18 essential restaurants here in the city of Chattanooga, according to Eater Nashville. Uh, community pie, fine enough place. Yeah, it's a good, it's a good solid pizza. Get a good piece, a good piece of uh, uh, what do they call that? Co- uh, cosmopolitan pizza, or is that what they call it? It's real super thin crust stuff. Yeah. Anyway, good stuff. Uh, proof bar and incubator. I'd spend a lot of time on this uh, if I had more time to do it. I've never been there, but I've read about it. It's a kind of a cocktail bar, which I'm a. a I don't care anything about any of your uh, craft beer or your craft anything. But a craft cocktail—that's a different quite That's a different scenario. I, I can get into that. That's what they specialize in. And then they have like a rotating kitchen, like an incubator, where people come in who are aspiring chefs, and they get like I don't know a few weeks or whatever it is, or months or however long. And so their menu constantly changes. I've read all about it. Never been there on uh, MLK. Mimos on MLK has been there since 1966. Never been there before. Black owned and operated. You know, been there since before MLK was cool. Uh, according to this, Samuel L. Jackson was stops in there when he comes into town. I don't think Samuel L. Jackson ever really comes to town, but that's what right. they say. It's on the list. Probably deserves to be there. I've never been there. Neither have, have I. You? Unfortunately, uh, yeah, li- I lived out in Udawa a ton of my time living out well, here. Well, then MLK would not be somewhere it's, you would be regularly. The furthest place that I uh, from me. Yeah. Everything else, most of these are all downtown. So, and I and I've spent most of my adult life downtown. So, I've had a, a greater chance to to go to many of these places. Uh, number seven on the list of essential restaurants in Chattanooga, according to Eater Nashville, is Champies. Most of us have been to Champies. Once you go one too many times, you feel like you've been one hundred too many times. It's fine. I don't. I don't know if I've been there too many times, but yeah, Champies is is nice. It's it's a good place to get some chicken. It's fine until you go too often, and the one in East Ridge, mm, the clientele ain't exactly what I'm looking for. Uh, Two Ten Jack. I the the it's a ramen joint at the um in the middle of uh what is that at the bottom of is it a warehouse row? It's right around there somewhere. It's amazing the um the explosion of ramen within the millennial 
Yeah. Younger people. They love them. I love ramen. Well, I, I literally just had ramen. I know, yeah. You're just, so, you're, that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> love ramen. Now, this is a little bit higher scale, you know, a, a little step up in, in quality, but I've never been there. Never been there. I, I have, actually. It's really good. I bet it's expensive, too. It, it is quite expensive. Yeah, I, expect, um, I expected that. And, then, and you're going to feel bad for paying a lot of money for ramen. But it, it's really good. They don't let you box it either. You finish that thing right there because it's meant to be eaten hot. Yeah. I've only got uh, about a minute and a half here, so i got to fly through the last 10 here. Uncle Larry's on uh, MLK, never been there. They have one on Brainerd Road as well. St. John's, never been there. It's a little too classy for me. I actually went there uh, have you? Yeah, on a Valentine's Day. People love it. Uh, and but it's, I, it's horrifyingly expensive. I know. That's why I've never been there. <laughs> that's why I've never been there. You want to get punched in the wallet. Blue Orleans, my guy Mike runs that joint. He's been featured on television shows. Um, I have been there. It's good, good Creole, uh, authentic kind of a, a Delta New Orleans style um, fair. Flying Squirrel is where all the hipsters go. It's fine. Main Street Meats is very expensive, but pretty good. Zarzars, been there for a hundred years. Never been to Zarzars. Me neither. Just a, for a burger and a meat and meat and two or three kind of place. Uh, Herman Soul over on Brainerd, never been there. Sugar's Ribs, they actually, I don't know if they have the best barbecue ever, but they have the best barbecue sauces ever. I love their sauces. I don't like that sticky, thick, sugary, garbage barbecue sauce. I like the vinegar-based, thin barbecue sauce, and Sugars has that. And then Bees over on Dodson. You ever been to Bees where you sit down and they have a Lazy Susan? I, I haven't, no. And you all just eat from the same thing? As a, as a young person in my early 20s, my dad was like, you got to go to the best chicken ever. You're literally sitting around with a bunch of strangers eating off the same plate. <laughs> it's so weird. It's basically what you're doing. And I immediately, if you want a drink, you go to the Coke machine and get a can of Coke or Sprite. Like, it's so, maybe it's changed a little bit, but an old codger around here will tell you, Bees is the place to go for fried chicken. You gotta go. And when I went as a you know 22-year-old, 25-year-old, whatever it was, I was horrified. We're all eating off the same table. I can't even get a <laughs> refill of a Coke. I gotta go to a Coke machine. This place sucks. Maybe in my older age, that would be different. I got to fly. Keon, thank you. He'll hang out with you for the next hour. And uh, that's it. It's a weekend. The last spring weekend you're likely going to get. So soak it up. Soak up the sun and enjoy the cool temps. I'm Brian. Talk to you later. Bye.